Hey everybody, welcome back to a new episode of Oklahoma Life. I'm Brandon. Howdy ho! That's Nick. Hello, Marcos. Marcos. Uh, and we were just talking general bullshit, um, and I was talking to my little brother, and we're going to throw this in there, because um, he was talking, you know, he switched from being super liberal, whatever, Obama fan, to uh, super Republican, right wing, to like, you know, hardcore Trumpist, right? Major, major shift. And he was talking all this shit about like liberals and, and all this other shit. Um, which for anybody who doesn't know, I'm I'm really neither. Like I don't consider myself, you know, a, a hardcore Democrat. I don't consider myself a hardcore Republican. Um, I'm literally the However, guy. However, he is hardcore. Yeah, right. Hardcore <laughs> Harry. Um, no, I uh, I'm, I'm more of a uh, like you got to be, you know, honestly, you got to look at the issues as they stand, right? Like just realistic. You can't be if you're a party man. If you're that guy that's following the party, then you're not actually paying attention to what's going on in that party. You don't care because you're only following the party. And I'm not a fan of that mindset. That's that's a terrible mindset to have. Um, you know, that's how Nazis justified what they did, right? Like, that's not a good way to play. Um, and that's on both sides. It doesn't matter who you are. Well, I was talking to him, and I was like, let me ask you a question, man. Um, with, with how bad you're talking shit on this side, um, if you had to compare, would you say uh, Trump was Voldemort or was he Dumbledore? And he was like, well, that's not really the same thing. I'm like, no, it it is. He's the leader of a party, and people are following him. Which one is he? You know, and he was like, well, you can't really make that comparison. I was like, because you think he's Voldemort as well. Even though you're following him, you clearly can't call him Dumbledore. Like, that's clearly not the case. Wow. What a great question, man. I mean, that's that's how that works. You cannot call Trump Dumbledore. Can you call Biden? No. So they're both but you Voldemort's. can't call Biden Voldemort either because he doesn't have a squad of Death Eaters. I mean, it's pretty straightforward on that one. The Democrats don't kill people? No, if you look at how hardcore people follow Trump versus how many people are hardcore following Biden, Biden does not have the base that Trump does. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah, Well, yeah. what about AOC? No, AOC is uh, completely separate than... I'm like, well, he, I know, she's I'm backing the Republican Party, but she isn't like, she's you know, with Biden, you know, she's... Democrat. she's She's more socialist. She's always called herself a socialist. Right. She'd be in in the Harry Potter universe. She'd be like Xenophilia's love good, a little cracky. Yeah. Um, but not good, en- not enough to be like. That's a good point. <laughs> I mean, that's that's literally so what I call her because she did hold just on. drop it. Uh, is this Harry Potter politics? <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Hey, I can talk this. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. So so you just tell me the character and I'll chime in the other way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like that's what I'm saying though. Like, do you see that's do you crazy. see Trump as anybody other than Voldemort in the universe? No. No. In the entire Thanos. setup. He's no, Vol- no, in Harry Potter. Oh, Thanos oh. isn't in Harry Potter. You said universe. <laughs> what the fuck? You said universe. What the fuck? <laughs> you said any universe. <laughs> Wizards. Man, that is such a great it's way to look at it. I mean, Voldemort. Or, yes. He's or de- who? He's definitely Voldemort, man. Like, that is that is who he would be in this scenario. Come on, Nick. Don't be that guy. I mean, pick somebody <laughs> else he would be. Pick somebody. Because, I mean, that's the great thing about Harry Potter is, like, they honestly have so many different archetypes and stereotypes of people in general. Like, you can usually associate, like, oh, you're a real fucking Ron Weasley or some shit. Yeah, right, right. Um, you know, like, that's that's what you can do with people. You know? And, like, I was trying to explain to so Jordan. I was is, like, let me ask you, dude, are minister? you George Weasley or are you going to be Percy Weasley? And he was right. like, man, that, that doesn't, I can't, you know, that doesn't work. I was like, because you're fucking Percy Weasley. You're the dude who jumped ship from over here to be a right winger yeah. to follow this jackass. Yes, like yes. that's what you did. Yes. You yeah. went from being an Obama following, whatever, whatever, 
to jumping on ship with the the ministry man you knew was a problem. Hey, he still has hope though, your brother. Because I know, right? Actually, Percy. I'm telling him, man. <laughs> jumps back. I told him that too. I was like, listen, dude. Even Percy saw the light, man. I He's get like, it. I'm sorry. Yeah, but like, you can tell. Like, who are you going to choose for it then? Like, if who you was put, the who was the ministry? The minister, minister had, of ministry. You had Fudge. Fudge, yeah, Cornelius Fudge, yeah. Yeah, Cornelius. And then Fudge. it became uh, what's his face after um, um, Shacklebolt. Shacklebolt. Was now, there. who was the actor that played Shacklebolt? Was that the uh, guy? He's the from, black guy. I don't know his he's name. The black okay, no, not that guy, and not the uh, Fudge one. was in five when he, when they discovered that Voldemort came back. Yeah, and he was still trying to hide it. Is that yeah. the son? Yeah. The one that has the son? No, that's Barty Crouch. It's Barty Crouch. Yeah. Okay. No. Was who, Barty Crouch? He was a Death Eater. No, that's Barty Crouch Jr. Yeah, Barty yeah, Crouch, right. the father, though, was oh, he? Yeah. I think he, he was minister, wasn't he? He, he was. He was. Was and yeah. he got killed. Yes, yeah. and then that's when Shacklebolt took over. You're right. No, that's when Fudge took over. Shacklebolt didn't take over until after. Until Fudge. after. Yeah. Okay. You're so right. love actually. What? No. What? Hold on. Pirates this of the better Caribbean. Come back to Hold Harry on. Potter. It is Pirates of the Caribbean. He played Davy Jones. Okay. He was the musician in Love Actually. Right. He at one point was a minister. Of magic, uh, I need a face. I'm not gonna look him up. This old English dude. Oh, I know he's talking about. He's talking about in number seven. Yeah, um, I think it's the last. He one. was in number seven when he gave him the the parting gifts from Dumbledore. Let's see, um, Bill Nye. No. Yeah, Scrimgower. Scrimgower. Yeah, Scrim-Gower. that's what it is. Okay, so tell me about Scrimgower. What does he look like as far as? He's the guy that uh, it was also in Shaun of the Dead. He was no, I under, I understand who the actor is. I told you. Oh, who you're it trying was. to say who? I'm is, saying what is who it is his character. Um, in politics, yeah, probably Mitch McConnell. No, I no <laughs> M- McConnell's fucking uh, uh, what's her face D- Umbridge. Yeah, it's yeah, true. his dumbass is Umbridge. Uh, no, I, I Scrimgower. I don't know. That's a that's a weird one because you don't really get. Much I would of probably that. say Chuck Schumer because he's around, but he's kind of useless. But he still talks a lot. But he didn't actually take a lot of actions. But he wasn't really in the movie. That was kind of like his. Yeah, he that was, was only his in the, highlight. Yeah, but even in the giving, books, he was only minimally around. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, I'd probably put him at, like Chuck Schumer, even though he's the uh, minority leader or whatever. He's still basically useless. So that's probably what I would say. So you're sold on the fact that the Democrats are Dumbledore's team? No, I didn't say that at all. Well, no, just, no, no, no. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing all these Democratic I, no, names. No, that's what well, I'm just saying. I'm ask, I don't know anything. No, Scrimgeour wasn't necessarily a good or a bad guy. He, he knows just, more about Cobra Kai than I know about American politics. That's fine. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I mean, just put it in perspective, though. I mean, you know enough about Harry Potter. Um, you never answered who, who Voldemort would be. In politics? Uh, Who would be Voldemort, I guess? Vladimir Putin. I mean, he's not in this country. That would be like the other dude from... Uh, um, well, no, what was see, it, the Russians? It, what was the fuck his face? <laughs> the shark guy? Yeah, or no, the or shark he, guy's teacher? Yeah, yeah his teacher, yeah. Because yeah. he was a Death Eater as well, which isn't a bad analogy. Uh, right. But yeah, no, that would be the other country still. Uh, I love that there's people like you, though, bro. Brandon, like that what, was who, a, who that points was a, it out and like makes sense of yeah, it. Yeah, like we need people like that. Like, yeah, like there's a, this one thing I heard the other day. We'll steer back to the com- the main combo, but yeah. a person said like, uh, "What are you before you learned the alphabet?" Like a baby. I don't know what. Like if you didn't have the alphabet, what would you be? Because without the alphabet, you wouldn't learn language. You wouldn't learn right, right. So like, just people like that, man. It's just like 
it's a blessing to be a part of that because like i've never <laughs> seen i've never heard a scenario like i can see clearly yeah right now. like what is trump's well and, and that's the thing man like i i was trying to justify it in my head of like okay you know because i like to say that i'm middle of the aisle like i'm going to start assigning personalities to people and try to make sure i understand where i stand here right because like for me where i stand is kind of in that arthur weasley role Right. Arthur Weasley wasn't crazy active in, in the Ministry of Magic. You know, he tried to protect people as best he could. But on the flip side of that, he wasn't crazy active in the Order of the Phoenix. Right. Um, he knew it was the right path and he could do what he needed to do. Um, but he wouldn't be far enough in the Ministry of Magic to be like considered like the bad guy, nor would he be like the hero of this other side. Like he's the guy trying to hold everything together. Right. Like that's how I see Arthur Weasley. Um, and that's kind of where I see myself as well. Like I want the country to stay together, um, but if I had to choose sides, I'm going Order of the Phoenix. I'm not going to stick with the Ministry. I have no doubt on that one. Like that's that's the way that's right, going. Right. You know. So I see myself in that kind of role <coughs> more than anything else. You know. So like when you start associating, okay, who would I be in this story? I don't know. Who would you be in the story? Me. Yeah. Would be the rat. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're gonna be. Uh, I would not be. I would not be Peter Pettigrew. Right. <laughs> Wormtail. Man, honestly, I'd probably be Sirius Black. Yeah, why do you I'm think being so? Honest. Because, like, uh, just, like, my, through my life experiences, you know, how he saw, like, mm-hmm. his family. He's like, I don't want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's how I feel. Like, I don't want to be a part of that. And then right. he gravitated towards Harry because of his love for, for his friends. And yep. he felt like it was a responsibility for him to kind of mm-hmm. look out for him because... Just like he didn't have anyone when he was growing up. Right. He, he wanted was to be that face and yeah, that figure for people. Yeah. So he was he was more involved in his life because yep. like, I'm going to give you something that I didn't have. Right. And I'm going to value it just as much as you because I'm giving you something that I think even he understood that was brand new to him. Yeah. And that, that's beautiful. And I I feel like that's who I relate to the most is Sirius Black. I like it. Nick, who, who are you in this universe? I'm either Snipe. Snape. Snape, man. Snipe. <laughs> snipe. He's going to go snipe hunting. You are snipe. <laughs> or Hagrid. Hagrid. Interesting. Yeah. I don't oh. see you as a Hagrid. Um, Hagrid um, because Hagrid. I'm um, big. I'm hairy. I love well, animals. <laughs> there's that. Um, but Hagrid. Don't forget um, beautiful. <laughs> how to loving, lovingly say uh, neurotic and dumb at the same time very caring. Like yeah. that's, that's, that's Hagrid. He's the guy that um, honestly fucks things up by accident often but then at the same time like uh whoops like you know my bad you know oh yeah. i shouldn't have said that Mirror. um he's loving he's a great dude yeah he's jar jar giant heart yeah um so i wouldn't go that <laughs> way snape is an interesting one though you like living the double life and and everything else you think you're living a double life is that what you're saying yeah, maybe at one point well i mean yeah fair fair snape's my favorite character for sure though. yeah oh yeah Why is well, that? And- oh yeah I think what's cool about Snape is the fact that everybody hates him. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, he right. was the good guy. Kind of. Kind of. He still did a lot yeah, of I don't bad deeds to get there. He was, like, as uh, Harry called him, the bravest man he ever knew to actually go uh, balls deep into the Voldemort throngs and then, uh, you know, still be able to keep his mission up and running and had to kill, you know, Dumbledore by request and. I mean, there's a lot to him. I mean, he's he's probably the deepest well, I mean, character that's there for sure. The half blood prince aspect, all that stuff. You know, it's just it, it was interesting. It was like with every movie or book. Yeah, 
you got a different layer absolutely of snape so i mean it was kind of as much as voldemort and harry were Mm -hmm. halves of the same coin Mm -hmm. i think you could almost make that argument with snape also oh yeah yeah my favorite chapter in the whole series was (coughs) definitely that revelation of who snape was oh at the very end of yeah uh, yeah, yep. when uh, they go into his backstory as a kid, mm. and then whenever they actually dive into it, man, his, uh, I remember, I remember finishing that chapter. I was like, "Oh my god!" Right like, when you realized it was his Specter Patronum. Yeah, and you're just like, "Oh my god!" So there, it's so funny. There's a meme I saw the other day that I almost reposted. I didn't. I don't know why. Like I just saw it and I laughed. And I was like, "Eh, yeah, not that great, but it's still good." Right. Um, it's Harry looking over uh, Snape like right after he got bit uh, by Nagini. Um, and he looks up at Harry and he goes, Harry, tell Joe I love him. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, did you? And <laughs> yes. Harry's like, who's Joe? And he's like, Joe Mama. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. I posted that. I, did I, you? I, I think I shared it. How did I, I almost did. Kind of I almost did. I was like, that's really good. But it's like really bad at the same time. The facial expressions look perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you see that? Joe the- Mama. Like, what? <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> so good. So good. Yeah, uh, but I love Alan Rickman anyway. Oh yeah, absolutely, hands down. Yeah. Man, rest in peace to that guy. Yeah. So then, um, I don't know. So who, out of all the Harry Potter characters, who would you huh. cast me as? If I was going to put you as a uh, Harry Potter character, um, it's a good question because like there's so many different got, aspects to look at you got the old drunk professor <laughs> moody um <laughs> no probably wouldn't do moody i probably wouldn't do mcgonagall well, anybody like that moody's um, the one with the eye right yeah yeah, yeah okay. you can see through your bullshit yeah. <laughs> that's the entire thing for that guy yeah um then there's the werewolf Mm. Oh, Lupin. Lupin. Lupin might not be a bad one, but Lupin, um, I actually just got done reading. Um, there's some, uh, you know, little short stories that got put out from, uh, um, what's her name, on, on like, individual characters. Rowling. And kind of, yeah, J.K. Rowling, and went over the, the backing stories of certain people, and there's one for him, um, you know, talking about, like, what his childhood was like and everything else. Um, what turns out, though, he didn't have the Wolf's Bane potion that actually allowed him. It, it still transformed him, but he basically slept through the transformation is what the Wolf's Bane did. Um, he didn't have that until going to Hogwarts, and that's what Professor, uh, or not Professor, that's what uh, Dumbledore um, actually offered him to make him come be in the uh, Defense of the Dark Arts teacher. Is He actually said, hey, listen, Snape can make this for you um, so that you can actually transform in peace. Um, and oh, that's why wow. he became the, de- the dark de- defense against dark arts teacher. That's cool, right? I was like, oh shit! Like I didn't know that, you know. And that that double layer of Snape again is yeah, a pretty good like option he, there. Man, yeah. So there's a lot of things there. Um, that's that's how he got his redemption was through Dumbledore. So I mean, once again, Dumbledore is the man. Um, is he though? He is. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. So I, I would. I wrestle with that question. Do you? Yeah. Why? Because if you like dive into his backstory, man, he was yeah, yeah, he, he was, was a big time jerk, especially like you mm-hmm. know with the whole incident with his sister and a lot yep. of gray area, and then his, him and mm-hmm. his brother feuding pretty much all their life. And yep. Well, and then his brother was <coughs> feuding with him though because of uh, his love for what's his name, uh, yeah. Grindelwald. Yeah. Um, or not Grindelwald, Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was like the first boyfriend he had, and what have you, and like they were at the same equal intellectual level and all kinds of stuff. So, um. I would actually, I'd actually put you at Sirius Black, um, and here's why. 
okay, is that... It's a big title to hold. It is, I know. Like that's what you're going for too. But um, you know, it's one of those things that when you when you think about the the backstory and where he was at, um, you know, he was kind of that kid who had everything for a while. He was, you know, the rich kid who was um, very well, you know, taken care of and got to be a little cocky when he was younger. Uh, got his attitude readjusted by you know some really shitty things, um, and then came back, you know, trying to do right. Like he has probably the biggest redemption arc other than I wouldn't even say that that what's his name um, had a redemption <coughs> arc um, Snape because he didn't um, he if he would have just died without giving the tears away he would have died a bad guy yeah. he didn't really have a redemption arc no that's um, true you know so I would say that Sirius Black the redemption arc is probably what lines up to you the most okay so if I had to put a, a character out there for it um, but yeah back to the original point though I mean. You know, when when you start thinking about it and you start putting people in these places and seeing what makes sense, I still got to give it to Trump being Voldemort. That's the only way it makes sense. That's literally the only way it makes sense. Um, that makes perfect sense. Especially yeah. remember that in the the last movie mm-hmm. where he's uh, calling for Draco. Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone, Come here, my boy. Yeah, and it's like the most awkward hug, and then like, but everyone behind him makes it just as scary because they're just yeah, like, like, the fuck is he doing? Yeah, yeah like yeah. they recognize like, what are we doing? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's like society right now when you're a Republican. It's like, what are mm-hmm. we doing? Like, yeah, is this really what we're deciding to stand behind? Exactly. Yeah. Well, you're not wrong though because there's a lot of Republicans who are now like going for Biden. They have an entire thing yeah. about Republicans for Biden, and there's you know thousands of them are a part of that entire movement right now. So. Um, you're not wrong. They're like, hey, we thought this guy was going to come in and be the businessman and fix things and make things better, um, but we see how he really is, so uh, we're not going to do that. When now. he first uh, became president, mm-hmm. because you're in the middle, mm-hmm. uh, and I feel like I'm in the middle too, okay. I mean, there's times where I like swing back and forth. Sure. Uh, but did you think it was going to be this bad? Like, did you have hope for him? I didn't see him doing the shit he's doing now with like this Corona thing. Even if the Corona thing happened, um, I really saw him as being that guy who would like, uh, who's the expert. All right, man, you handle this like hands off. Like you can be a great leader by not making decisions, just putting the people in position who need to make the decisions. That's what I expected from Trump. That's what a good businessman does, right? Like a good businessman knows how to delegate, knows how to find the right people and have those right people do what they need to do. That has not been the case at all in this aspect, no. right? Like we, we, you know, have a world issue he knew about, he knew how bad it was going to be pulled out of the world health organization, organization, shut down the CDC option to help control or contain any of this virus, literally played the masks up as much as he could because he was told it was going to impact the other voters. How fucked up do you have to be? Like, the fuck? No, I yeah, I didn't no. see that shit going at all. No. He's messed up so I, much. If he would have just said, I'm going to put the right people in position that need to do this and not like, I'm going to put, you know, my grandkid Jared, I'm not going to put Ivanka on, I'm not going to put my kids in. If he would have stuck away from that and then done it like a real businessman would, I think we would have been fine. But he didn't. Man, I think he had a good game plan going in. Yeah. Like, besides the whole, like, him talking yeah. mad shit on the debates, like... Yeah, right. I'm like, you know, maybe it does sound like you need a businessman in there. Right. But then he just let that pride and like, no, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to. Well, and it wasn't even that he was trying to figure it out. It was just like he was removing the people that should. You know, there was a game plan in case there was a big issue like, a you know, a virus or something outbreaks and blah, blah, blah. And they threw that shit out the window. It was like, 
what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, and then how how, how freaky is it that they? Because like, rid of imagine the- him as a football coach, Nick. Like, imagine him as a football coach, and then you start firing every other coach who disagrees with how to like how to handle a lineman or how to handle a quarterback or handle anything. Sounds like most coaches I know. <laughs> right. But then whenever they do and he brings somebody else and that guy doesn't match, he fires it and all within a few years. Yeah. Are those teams extremely successful? Well, I mean, where, where you're going to find the most success, you're going to have the most consistency. So you can't, you can't expect to see growth with inconsistency. So I right. mean, that answers itself. Yeah. I mean, that's the entire issue I run into. <coughs> um, I think he had all of the capability to do well. Um, I don't wish any president, you know, not to do well because obviously that affects everybody in this fucking right. nation. That's right. Um, but I also understand that he's less responsible for the issues than Mitch McConnell is. Mitch McConnell is responsible for way more negative aspects of this country than Trump is. Well, you he's know. allowed to get away with it, so he's just like right. Well, that's the thing. Like you know, he's the guy that stopped the stimulus packages. He's the guy that actually uh, worked the most on repealing like the actual aspects of Obamacare that actually mattered, like you know, pre-existing conditions and all that. Um, he's the guy that shut down. It was like over two thousand bills sent from you know the actual House to the Senate that never made it to a vote because he didn't like them. Like that guy more ridiculous like he is probably the one guy who has the most power in this country currently yeah i you agree know? with that I and i would absolutely that. say that guy should be shot really no question oh wow that's how i feel about him i don't condone violence right i do think this country would be better off without him in it completely he actually rigged his own state so he can't lose that's not a joke you can look that shit up in kentucky right yeah like how the I've, fuck does yeah, he get away I've with heard that about that yeah he literally rigged it, rigged it where he can't lose fact that they still allow that to happen well i mean yeah it's tough man yeah you know and i I was telling jordan this man um if a revolution was to happen right now um i don't think it would be the left versus the right i think it would be the people versus the government at this point because i think there's such a large majority of people that hate everything that's happening on both sides you know there's so much tribalism and everything else that's going on um i really think because like you know, if you think back to, you know, the Revolutionary War, um, it was the people versus, you know, England in reality. But there were a lot of people here in the States who were fighting for England. There were a lot of people who were fighting against England. But at the end of the day, it was the people versus England. It wasn't uh, the people versus the, you know, colonists versus England or anything else like that. It was just people versus this big corrupt government. And that's why I see right now it's the same thing. If, if there was a war to break out, it'd be the people versus the corrupt government. That's really what it'd be. I was... Uh watching this uh, I think it was a sponsorship by, by AOC and she was saying how she wanted to emphasize that it's not voting for Joe right. Biden it's voting for democracy and like that's how bad it's gotten that like yeah. you have to if you're going to vote for Joe Biden there's a lot of people that don't want to vote for him mm-hmm. but doesn't it I feel- actually uh, shared this, this post um, it said uh, fine Biden but this is bullshit yeah, that's how I feel about it. Isn't like, that crazy though? That no, like we're it's, at, it's factual though. But that we're at that narrative now where it's like we gotta vote for this guy, even though we know it's not good. Yeah, for yeah. our morale, but it's mm-hmm. good for the. Well, it it is that this is that lesser of two evils question that everybody talked about with the Hillary versus Trump thing. Yeah, um, it's the same question again. It's the lesser right. of two evils um, because we had such a you know if you think back whenever the the candidates were running against Biden. Um, and then all of a sudden they all dropped out within a week of each other, right? Like 
the fuck is that? You know, because I think there were better candidates. You know, I like I was a big fan of Buttigieg. I'm, I still would prefer Buttigieg in office. Dude, I'm still salty how, how they cut Tulsi Gabbard. Are that's, you? Yes, man. That's who I wanted in there. Gabbard was okay. The problem I had with her um, is that there was a uh, vote to repeal Obamacare uh, thing that went through, and she actually voted neutral, um, which which means like she actually waived her vote in in the actual House, um, which you know it's one of those things like you. If you're going to be in that position, make a fucking decision. Yeah, that's true. You know, I don't really care. Like, vote for it, vote against it, I don't care. But don't waive your vote. Because, like, to me, that's why you're in that position in the first place. Like, how does that even make sense? Yeah. But it was right when she was starting her run for, for office. So it's like, I want to make sure I don't alienate people. So I'm not going to vote either way. Fuck you. Make a vote. Right. Democrats didn't like her. They're like, nope, got to go. Yeah, well, that's the same thing. They didn't like anybody but Joe Biden. So... You know, fuck the Democratic Party. I mean, that, yeah, that's just as corrupt, man. Like I know. The fact that they're like, no, we're not going to back this person up, so let's just chop their legs off. Mm-hmm. And then, like, all the citizens that are Democratic, they just fall in line like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, and they don't even see it. Every party is that way, yeah. It's horrible, man. It's Because mm-hmm. I've been really wrestling with that question. It's like, man, am I really going to vote for Joe Biden? Yeah, but are you going to vote for Trump? Right, but see, like, in, in my what's no, your other option? Don't vote. That's no, that's no, goddamn no. here in Oklahoma. It's like, the same thing. My thing <laughs> I mean, is like, I want to vote for Joe, but I want to vote for Joe Jorgensen. That's who I want to vote for. Him. But she's Jor- not gonna. Yeah, she's a libertarian man. I don't think I. Know. Oh, I do remember her. She was the one that uh, was calling people out like a motherfucker. Yeah. But she doesn't really have a chance. Yeah. Though. So that's like snowball's the thing, chance like, in hell. Yeah, I remember her though. That's my current dilemma. It's like if I vote for her, like I'm voting for someone I believe in. Yeah. And if I vote for Joe, I'm voting for someone. Is just gonna eradicate the yeah. current problem, but like, right. you know, I'm voting Kanye. <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> no. <laughs> Apparently, there was voter fraud involved in that. Yeah, there was a lot of it. Yeah. 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 What about you, Nick? Like, do how do you see? Are you voting? Are you? No opinion. Ah, uh, he, he's a Trumpist. Don't let him lie to you. You don't know that. Don't let him lie to you. <laughs> you don't know that. Yeah. The one thing that that bothered me the most, though, um, is that I think I posted. I don't know if you guys saw it or not. I don't think we're even friends on Facebook. We should be. We gotta change that. Um, what's his name? The um, the red hatted pastor that's always doing things. You ever see that guy? Mm-mm. Uh, what's his name? Um, I have to go look it back up. Um, he he's supposed to be a uh, you know big you know pastor and uh, televangelism uh, pastor. Um, and then when Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, he posted the picture of the oh, uh, witch Jesus. with her legs underneath the house and said, ding dong. Oh. And I was like, that's the most anti-Christian bullshit I could ever see. That's you're literally dancing on her grave right now. Yep. Like how yeah, that was just fucked up is that? And that's coming from a pastor who has millions of followers. Wow. That pissed me off like nobody's like, I didn't like the guy to begin with. Right. That. That's low, man. That's low. To, yeah. To call yourself a Christian and do that? Nah. That doesn't fly. Yeah, that's that's a misrepresentation. I want I wonder how many people are still like, oh no, 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 defending him, you know. Right. That makes it just as bad. Oh yeah, I know, like, I'm sure. Like there were people, I mean, it had something like a thousand or eleven hundred uh likes by the time I actually saw it. So it was batshit crazy. It's disgusting. Chaos. Man. Yeah. It's so, getting crazy though, man. Yeah. Like it's what almost So here's the real question. How do we fix this shit? Because I mean this is our generation at this Guns. point. Guns. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm packing it's upstairs right now, but Yep. Fix. Um, I mean, some, guns means a revolution. I'm down for that too. Whatever. So, sometimes it's better to burn. Mm-hmm. Just start from ash. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you that one at all. 
Yeah, but what do you burn? You yeah, can't burn I mean, the country down. You know. Well, again, I think if you just abolish the federal government, go down to state and city level, I think you'd be fine. Well, here's the issue. You do that, and who controls the Army? Who controls the Navy? Who controls the federal government? Right, so who controls the Navy are the states that are going to be with the Navy. <coughs> right, who controls the Army are the states that are going to be inland who would have a need for an Army. But how do we, without a federal government, how do we states can have treaties between states just like they had before the federal government was actually well, ratified back in that. 1790 you got to keep in mind 1776 whenever we actually said we're free it was not a federalist government no it didn't I become a federal that. government until 20 years later i get that yeah but we're 200 plus years into yep. the system and we're the longest running constitution active right now so it's about time that bitch gets burned if this shit doesn't change well, and I, I think that's where it comes to is we're trying to fix the problem instead of fix ourselves. Mm-hmm. And until we understand that this is more about each other mm-hmm. than it is about preferences, we're never going to get anywhere. Well, see, I look at it like this, I think, is that the issue I run into um, is like if you think of it of the devil on your shoulder right the guy the devil and the angels on your shoulder guys telling you like what you can and can't do and what's the right and wrong thing the devil on the shoulder right now is big government like that's how i view it right now i agree you know those are the guys that are doing everything they possibly can to just retain power not actually make things better right they're making things better for billionaires which is fantastic for them um but as you know the middle class shrinks uh, the billionaire class grows, and in which case, you know, the wealthy are just swamping everybody at this point. Um, there's nothing that's being done to help out the majority. It's all helping out the minority. Like, and you can call that Republican, you can call it Democrat. I just call it corrupt fucking government. Oh, well, elitist. Yeah, because I mean, if they're making two hundred seventy-five thousand dollars a year, how is almost every single uh, government employee that's actually in the House, in the Senate, everything, <coughs> over millionaires? How does yeah, that even make sense? It doesn't, man. I mean, even you know, now more than ever. Like, yeah, if you look at McConnell, he he's worth over $30 million on a $275,000 salary. Explain that to me. Get all That's them, corruption. Get all the companies and like, hey, can we influence the law, you know? Yeah, that's exactly it. A lot of times these senators and things don't even write the laws anymore. Yeah, I remember you telling pre- me that. Yeah, they're presented with a law from the interest group. And, and they then get you paid. endorse it. Yeah, you get paid to fucking put your name on it. Yep. That's fucking corruption. Yep. But the thing is, like, how do you convince, how do you convince uh, three hundred million Americans that this is the way to go? Because everyone's just you don't they're sheep, man. They're they're, they're just gonna go along with what mm-hmm. what daddy says, and daddy's a government. So to put it in perspective, whenever the Revolutionary War actually happened, only one percent of the nation actually fought against the British. Really. Dang. Well, that's the thing is, like, you don't need to convince everybody. Most people don't even fucking care as long as it doesn't impact them. That's true. It's like that quote that's like, uh, I can't remember who, I can't remember who the celebrity was, but they're saying how all, all the things going on in the world, like they don't see that because they're looking outside their window, all they see is green grass. That's it. Yeah, they're not seeing the real world. Yeah. So it's like, how how do you? convince people that and see that's the thing man. i think you and i talked about it um it's forced perspective change like you know when i was in the navy and i got to go see the world and i actually got to go to war and see what people actually live like all over the nations and everything that's out there you know um it's not all fucking hunky-dory rainbows man you know it, it's 
you know, there are still lots of places that, that people make what's right by might, and that's not the way it should act, you know, but that's what's happening in the U.S. right now. But instead of being with a sword or with a gun, it's with a dollar, right? Oh, okay. That's, that is the tool of war right now. Um, and people that are waging that war have those weapons. Like, that's the entire thing. You know, it's stockpiling like the Cold War was. Whoever has the most weapons wins, except for it's dollars. That's literally the war that's going on in the U.S. right now. You know, because, like... Hey, go, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, so, like, you know, even healthcare industry is a great example of it. So there was a, a post that I had seen about a guy who literally was talking about he went to Japan on a business trip. He, he had a crown break, right? And his crown broke in his mouth. Uh, he went to the dentist there. Cost him a hundred and thirty dollars, and they're like, "We're sorry, it's so expensive, but you don't have the nationalized health care, so it'll be a hundred and thirty dollars to fix." Wow. He was like, in the U.S., he priced it. It was like forty thousand dollars was going to be billed to the insurance company. He could he could have taken a week off. Yep. Flown to flown Japan. Flown to Japan. Stayed for the whole week to get treatment on four different days because he ended up having. Like you read two, this story too. Two root canals and something else. Yeah. And then. He comes back and he still would have saved fifteen hundred dollars going to Japan. How wow. crazy is that, right? So if you can't say that that's corruption, then what is it, <coughs> right? And people no, say, well, is. we can't afford it. We can't afford it because we pay too much money to these businesses that don't need it. That's the problem. Yeah, and they're used to it, and they're not going to give up that. So yeah, so if you want to say like, you know, am I radical? No. Do I think there need to be wide sweeping changes? Absolutely. Does that need to be done at the end of a sword? Probably not. But if the government's not going to do it and the people are the government, the people need to take this shit into their own hands again. Here's a question I was going to ask you. Far away. Uh, when the pandemic started, mm -hmm. obviously that was kind of like the first time that we saw in a long time that the government was going to tell us what to do. Or help us. Yeah. Or do something for and us. And what are we now in September? This started kind of like in February, late yep. February. Mm-hmm. Do you think that a lot of that frustration comes from us having to listen to the government? So, like, now we're fed up with everyone, everyone in, in government? My frustration was before that. Um, but, yes, I think that it's getting worse, and you're seeing more and more of this kind of thing push, yeah. Um, so, when you look at California, I mean, California literally. It's on that's, fire. That's the motherland. I, I was born there, so I love mm -hmm. you. But it's a shit state right now. Like, people mm -hmm. can't go to work. Uh, Governor Newsom's like, you can't go to work. You can't have a hair salon i mean you saw nancy pelosi yeah. with yep. her whole scandal mm -hmm. she was in a salon and you know yep but they're the residents of california being told you can't you can't go to work you, you can't go eat at a restaurant yeah you can't do these things so how much how much of that is based on the pandemic and then how much of that is like you who yeah. realize like the government's shit before the pandemic this is just kind of escalated things so the question i think comes back to what is liberty Right. So if everybody is, um, you know, allowed to have life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Right. Where are those lines at? Right. So what is the difference between fascism and actually having liberty? Right. So should a government be able to say, no, you can't go out and do X? No, no, they shouldn't. Right. Should they be able to suggest, hey, listen, um, we're in a time of pandemic. You need to take these precautions so that we this you know thing doesn't spread absolutely but should you be able to shut down businesses that, that you know don't do what you say should you be able to arrest people um based on you know following those protocols and things no that's fucking retarded that's not liberty that's not freedom 
that has nothing to do with those. Now, if you're not taking these precautions, should a business owner be able to say, hey, listen, you're not wearing a mask, you can't come in? Absolutely. Absolutely. That is absolutely their rights. If you come in without shoes, can I tell you leave? Absolutely. If you come in without a shirt, can I tell you leave? Absolutely. If you come in without a mask, can I tell you leave? Fuck yeah, that's your right. Right? But to say, like, a business has to, um, you know, do whatever an individual says because that's their liberty, that's not how that works. Right? Is that this is my property, this is my business. If you would like to patronize it, then you can with these requirements. You know, that's how I view it. Yeah, your freedom of speech doesn't impair my freedom of speech. Or vice versa. Right. So I have the right to choose, not the government has the right to tell me what I can and cannot choose. Right. That's the issue. But how does that affect, like, for instance, like discrimination based on... Because that opens so up another can that's of worms. A re- that's a really good question. Well, it so is. But the, the, the difference is, is that... Those, those things are protected, though. Well, they are. Amendments. But when you talk about the, the difference in discrimination uh, versus, like, an overall general concept, um, I don't care who you are. If you're not wearing a mask, you don't have to come in here. That doesn't matter. Right? But if I'm letting in this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, without oh, but you're masks. Mexican... And you come in without a mask. That's the problem. That would be an issue because he's no longer, it's not mask related. It's now protected. Yeah, it's, it's against you as a class. race or right, you as a right. group. You know, right, then, whether it's male, Hispanic, yeah. you know, yeah, sexual so like, orientation. Yeah, if you think back to whenever the, uh, the couple that got turned away at the bakery thing, right? They couldn't have the wedding cake done, right? Um, the problem Ooh, is... I got a story on that. Story. Well, the problem is, is with that group, is they agreed to do it until they found out they were gay, right? And then when they found out they were gay, it was like, no, nah, we're not doing this. That was the problem. If they would have turned them away up front without giving a reason or anything else and they wouldn't have started the process, that wouldn't have been discrimination. Like, hey, listen, we're, we're not doing your cake. Why? Because I don't want to do your cake. Like, that's not discrimination. But being like, hey, I'm not doing your cake because you're gay, that's discrimination. You know the backstory on that? No. Is that couple purposely did that they went, set them up yeah they i believe it yeah they were going around waiting to find someone that says we're not doing your cake because you're gay yeah so it's like a, it's kind of like right but the problem is is that even if they were setting them up it was still bigotry on top of it so whether or not they set them up doesn't change the fact that the, the, that person you know did it for that reason if they would just said no nah, we're not doing it no nah, we're not doing it it's not discrimination it's whenever you assign it to something about their personality style you don't like. That's when it becomes an issue. You can turn away anybody you want at a business at any time. It's when you assign a reason or a motive to it becomes a problem. So it's whenever you reveal your motive. Yeah. So as long as you keep your motive to yourself, it doesn't matter. Correct. Listen, I, I could you know just say, hey, listen, you two fucks can't come on the podcast anymore. Right, right. But then if I said it's because you're a Mexican and because you look like a Mexican. I'm going to be on Twitter. <laughs> right. See how that works? <laughs> so I'm, I, am I agreeing that it's right? No. But am I saying that's how it works? Absolutely. I understand that's how it works. doesn't make it right. I'm 100% with you. Yeah. So going back to that question, like, what do you mm-hmm. think, man, like, with with the government being able to tell a lot of the citizens? I don't think they should have a uh, say whether or not they do it at all. I think they should advise business owners these are the mandates we would suggest these are the things that we would suggest these are the you know uh proper precautions that should be in place but if you're handling food yeah i think the health department should be able to say hey listen if you're not wearing a mask then that person can't be working on food i'm cool with that right like that's like having a hairnet or like gloves like cool like i'm fine with that well i mean that's that's their 
job. Yes, right. Like I'm a hundred percent cool. No, with those that. those are the experts that tell you what, when, and where you should eat. Yeah, right. I would you know, definitely listen to those people. Yeah, so I'm cool with that, but I'm not okay with the government, you know, shutting down everything uh, without giving the people choice. You know, because that's yep. you making a decision without, you know, actually it didn't come to a vote. You know, this is not it, that's not a democracy at that point. That's a dictatorship yeah. at that point. Yeah, because that was kind of like the whole thing here in this scene. Yeah. It's like, remember when they mandated the mask and everybody was pissed. and Right. And again, I, I'm fine with a business mandating Like when Walmart started mandating masks, cool. Yeah, as corporations. Yeah. And that cool. was that was the whole argument from the people that I followed, too. It was the same argument that Brandon's having. It's not that you can't suggest that we wear masks. And it's not that businesses can't have priorities of mm-hmm. how they want to do their daily operations right it was the fact that my government was telling me that i could or could not do something whenever they tell me that i'm a free citizen right right because at that point you're not a free citizen you're not here's a here's a good question based on what we've been talking we got enough time oh yeah we got at least 20 minutes till the hour so we're good okay do you when i was younger i believed in free will Mm -hmm. but now that i'm a little older I don't. Do you mean biblically, or what do you mean by free will? Just to be clear, so we're on the same page. Just a just a general term, free will, like every human being on the, in this planet. So, am I free to punch a Nick in the face? Yes. Am I free to accept the consequences? Yes. Now, does that mean that was preordained? No. So, I think the question is: Is that do you mean free will is in the choice of action, or do you mean the preordained where the action is already chosen for you? Uh, the first, the first one. Yeah. Do I think people have choice of action? Absolutely. I, I don't, I don't think so, man. Okay. Out of curiosity, why? Because like, I, I think that, like for instance, you and I were, for the most part, we're healthy, right? Mm-hmm. But what about the person that was born unhealthy? Is that free will? Um, I think that's just science. I think that that's just randomness that happens. I think I don't think that has I, anything. I, to I do think with free, free will, will comes. To, uh, my thing is like, I feel like free will comes to you if if all the cards line are right like uh for instance like you see like a baby that had a vaccination like mo- most of the times vaccinations are healthy for for the majority of people but there are some kids out there that get a vaccine and they end up not being all right it's just it's just one of those fr- kind of like freak, right. freak accidents like oh i'm sorry like yeah. and, and this measles shot messed up your kid i'm so sorry so you're and i just i don't want to put this indelicately but i just want to make sure i'm on the same page as what you're trying to say um you're a proponent of God gives kids cancer on purpose. No. Okay, so then I, we're not on the same page then of what you're trying to explain. Okay, no, okay, because I'm not a scientist, I'm sorry. But, like, for instance, um, I feel like I live in America, okay. right? Yeah. So I have the choice to do it. If I wanted to go out and buy a gun, I have that choice, so I'm going to go do it. Yes. And then someone, like, in a third world country who doesn't even have running water... They don't have the same privileges that I do. Sure. So I wrestle with this question is like, how much of that is my free will to choose to do something compared to just other people in the world who don't have those same circumstances to have that kind of choice that I have? Does that make sense? So, Nick, I'm going to let you lead on that one because <laughs> I, think I've, I think I've gone as far as I can go in, right. in, in theory on that one because my answer is like, you're still talking about randomness of consciousness based on location of birth. That's what it is. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah you have no control over that right but once you have that moment of life and can freely think for yourself then you have a hundred percent free will so a kid in africa 
um, who doesn't have running water? Can he choose to run to an ocean just for giggles? Sure. Is he going to survive it? I don't know. We'll see. You know, but he has every choice as much as you to do the actions that he has. I'm get, I'm with you there. What are you? Yeah, thinking? I think I think your question is: Is everything fair? No. Yeah, <laughs> that's not the yeah fair. Why, or or maybe better yet, why isn't everything fair? Right. And so, from my perspective and where I come from, I know we really don't know each other. No, you're good. Um, but I believe that we are all put where we are for a reason now what that reason is is between you and a couple other different things it has to do with your nurture it has to do with the parents that you're born into the family that you're born into the money that you have the resources that you have the education that your family has all these things that you're asking of whether or not they're free will like do you believe you're i'm sitting up on the cloud before let's say baby x is coming out of a vagina Mm -hmm. in south africa I get to choose that that's my kid, that I'm going to be that. I'm as that a consciousness. Does, that, does yeah. that make sense? That's right. where my consciousness is right. going. Yeah. So as far as that goes, I don't believe that's how that works. I believe that, well, we'll just dive into it. I'll try to keep yeah, no, it as you're good. short I'm, as I can. You're good. We got time. I got nothing going So I believe that Jesus died on the cross, was resurrected, <clears throat> came back to life, ascended to heaven. So I am a Jesus follower. Um, I believe that God has preordained sovereignty, and so he can come in and do whatever he wants without the restriction of time, space, matter. He can do anything when when he wants, how he wants, because he's God. He's the only thing that is that. With that being said, everything is subject to what God says about it. Now, within that, there are opportunities for us to choose and influence things beyond ourselves some men like William Wallace Mm -hmm. get to affect a nation some men like John Wayne Bobbitt get their cut off (laughs) you're not wrong but the choice is not where I thought that was good I thought you were stopping at John Wayne I was like John Wayne yeah Bobbitt oh dick the the choices that those men made were of their own free will and it led them to different destinations now was John Wayne Bobbitt put on this earth to have his dick cut off probably not I don't think God was upstairs going yeah yeah Lorraine coming your way right but at the same time I think that many of us are called to greatness and few of us actually answer it so I think mm. that there's a opportunity to choose preordained things and there's an opportunity to walk away from preordained things. And I think there's a higher power that knows kind of where that's going to go. And so he's constantly working to make what he says come to pass because so, everything he says does come to pass. So based on what you just said, how do you feel about like human beings that don't have that ability like, like a physical disability, a mental disability. I've like, seen more people that struggle without arms, legs, mental capacities, people with cerebral palsy, mm-hmm. preach, walk. Like there's an evangelist that I met that works in Holland in the red light district in Amsterdam. As a hey. kid, he had cerebral palsy and didn't walk until he was 16. Wow. But he got delivered from that. Now, are there people that live their entire lives autistic and never get better and it's a burden to them a burden to their family and it's a tragedy absolutely 
but there are also others that have overcome those mm-hmm. same setbacks or misfortunes or whatever you want to call them, sins of the father, however you want to mm-hmm. dive into that, whatever helps you get to that point. There are examples of people surpassing expectation because they have had to overcome struggles that you and I mm-hmm. never had to struggle with. Right. And so they're a stronger mental or more mature individual, and so they're able to achieve much greater than a normal person would. So, and I just want to piggyback on that, though, is like, do you also look at the people who are able-bodied and have the entire world ahead of them and and take the uh, judicious, you know, steps in order to maim themselves all kinds of ways, drugs and stupid-ass decisions? Because, I mean, that's the same question, right? Right. You know, one of them has less choice in how well they get better. Some people have everything go the opposite direction. So... Um, you know, I, I think that's a two-way street, and, and that's, um, again, free will only goes so far. You're right. I mean, you can only have so much free will. If if you're, you know, born, uh, you know, quadriplegic, right. can you just choose one day to walk? Right. No. Is it going to take a lot of effort to get there? Possibly, if you're able to, to make X, Y, and Z, you know, actually happen. But, um, again, when you're looking at, you know, science um, in, in the basic concept of it, right, like randomness um like and it's not even like evolutionary randomness i mean just randomness as a whole um the mixture of two different things what does that outcome become sometimes we don't know you know um you know sometimes like you know nick could have a kid with this woman have great kids and end up having you know this other woman and have completely disabled children like one after another but it has to do with just genetic composition between the two but how much is that of us not just like dissecting that scenario more because I think at some point uh, we label something random because we just don't see the true possibility. Because to well, a I certain mean, extent, you can always find an answer. Like if sure. I have, like if I have two two die, and mm-hmm. I roll it, mm-hmm. most people are gonna say, "Oh, that's random." But if you really think about it, like it all depends on like at what angle did you throw it, how did you throw it. Sometimes, <laughs> but like, I mean, yeah, that there's still math behind it, which you're right. not wrong, but. Um, when you when you talk about what is random versus what is not, um, random doesn't necessarily mean unknown, right? Uh, random means there's this list of things that could happen because of this. Um, you know, they're they're kids, they're you know couples, two people together who have three or four kids that are great, and then one kid has Down syndrome, right? Was that science causing that, or was that just the luck of the draw, right? And the best answer you're gonna have that's gonna be the luck of the draw, right? And that just, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we talked about that though, because to me, free will is one of those questions that I just. So, what do you think myself. on free will? Then, out of curiosity, what do you think free for, will exists for, at all? I think it does to a certain extent. Okay, so what is that extent though? Like, uh, for me, for me personally, like, maybe I'm being arrogant, but I think no, that good. free will exists. But that's because of my personal experience with free will. Sure. But then I have a uh, 25-year-old uh, brother, mm. brother-in-law. brother He doesn't, to a certain extent, he doesn't have free will because he's 25, but he's got the, he's got the brain of like a seven-year-old. Okay. So he, he doesn't concept, he doesn't have the, he doesn't grasp the concept of life. Sure. All he knows is like, I'm going to wake up and they're going to take care of me. And so, and this is where I think the question of free will is still different though, right? Like, is he free to make choices in his day? 
can he choose when he wakes up what he wants to watch? I believe so, yes. So then he has free will. Damn. Just because someone doesn't have the capability or ability to make the same choice that you would. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't mean it's not the choice they would make. Yes, yeah, so right. that's what I meant about Because, like, my four-year-olds have free will. Trust me. Amen. <laughs> Fucking trust me. They my have free will. My six-month-old got free will. Yeah, you know, but that doesn't necessarily mean that what they're doing um, doesn't make them more or less free. Um, I am, in your concept here, the guy that, that stops their free will from happening. Um, so I... My free will that's impacts a very good way their to, free will. That's a very good way to put it. Yeah, you know, but like, does a prisoner have free will? Absolutely. Yes. yes. When and where he poops, <laughs> or who and he, who he does not pick fights with. It's just limited free will. Yeah, it, there's there's still a scope to free will depending on what. So if you think of it like, um, there's a book, um, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Um, Great if, book. It is. Um, they talk about sphere of influence, right? The higher up in change you go, the more spheres you actually can impact, right? Initially, if you start out at a company or something and you're the bottom of the rung, your sphere is tiny. You impact you, right? Then you can start impacting a couple people and then, you know, more and more and more and more and blah, blah, blah. The more you can impact, the bigger sphere of influence is. So some people have a lot more free will to impact a whole lot of people yeah. where some people can't impact anybody but themselves. But even at the lowest level, you still have free will to choose for you. Well, I mean, if you take it back to the mask debate, okay, the difference between a suggestion and an ordinance where yeah, they're mandate. demanding, you know, the mandate is that I'm taking away your choice of whether or not wearing a mask is good for you. I'm telling you by not wearing a mask, you're breaking the law. But I still have free will to follow that order. But still, you can choose to yeah. rebel. And so that's kind of where you get into that free will choice, you know. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing that, like, people always ask, did God give us free will? Well, who planted the second tree in the garden? Yeah. I'm sorry, man. I don't... No, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be on here. No, you're good. A... So what I'm saying is, is that there's, there's a tree of... Uh, life in the bushes. Charlie's in the bushes. And, and if you if you eat from the tree of life, you have eternity. And then there's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. God's the only one that did any planning, so He gave us the wrong choice in the garden. Oh wow! Mm -hmm. Right. And then He held us to it because it's free will. Yeah. But oh, you chose beautiful. wrong. That's, that's beautiful. Even if you, I'm just saying. Well, even so. if you chose wrong, that's beautiful because you made that choice. Right. Exactly. Well, no, that's exactly the point. And that's the beautiful disaster that we are. Yeah. 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 So I mean, that's that's my entire interpretation of free will. Do I think um, you know preordained exists? No, I don't. And, right. and a lot of people do. Um, you know, preordainment basically means that um, you know there's a lot of dominoes set up um, over here facing outwards, and as you're walking by. Um, one of them you're going to choose regardless um, to knock down. Um, you know, I, I don't believe that. I think you still have the choice to knock down whichever one you want. So, And I'm, I'm with him on that, but I'm not saying the dominoes aren't there preordained. I never said the dominoes weren't there either. See, oh, okay. So I'm not saying that there aren't preordained things set up for you to accomplish while you're here on Earth. I'm saying you have the right to choose which dominoes you knock down. So regardless you, of what's preordained. So what do you, so based on that do you think uh your your life's mission has already been set up? You just got to go find it. I believe I'm on it. Partially, yeah. 
I, b- I believe I have found my purpose, but that's a new development within the last three years. Yeah. So it's like the question of like, there's three doors like right in front of you, right? Does he know which one you're going to enter? Do I? Does he know? Does he know which one? Do you're I gonna know mark? which one you're going to choose? No. Right. So that's no. free will, right? Now, if he knew which one you were going to choose, that was preordained. Right. The fact that the doors are there at all is Nick's point. Dude, this is a mind fuck. <laughs> <laughs> these are the conversations. Welcome Nick and to I theology, have. my friend. <laughs> What's fun is like, the these are the conversations life. we have a lot, which a lot of people don't get into. Because um, a lot of people have struggle to have this conversation while sober. <laughs> no, man. It's, it's fascinating how you can have these conversations. Because a lot of us don't even really think about the choices that we mm-hmm. make. We just make them. Yeah. I but mean, you're not wrong. So sleepwalking. Out of curiosity, yeah. where are you on religion as a whole then? Like, I don't know anything about you about religion. Religion? So, Man. Um, like, I mean, when I say that, I don't mean necessarily like, you know, what is your belief from day one? Like... Um, do you believe it's religious for your preordained How choices? How do you identify? Yeah, what's, what, where do you fall on all this thing? Uh, I'm Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> I actually assumed that, actually. Did you really? Yeah, I did. You know yeah. what I got on my, uh, on the, remember when Pottermore came out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I got? I was pissed. Uh, I Slytherin. got Gryffindor. Gryffindor? I was pissed. I'm like, what? no, because, man, like, I feel like Gryffindor is just as, it's, it's the good it's version of Slytherin. It's one everybody wants. It's just like Slytherin, man. It's yeah. just the opposite. Like, while Slytherin promotes, like, hmm. their own kind of, like, identity and mm-hmm. they're, like, against the the people. Slytherin I always identified as, like, sense of self. Like, those are the guys yeah, who... Yeah, like, they were egotistical. Yeah, they, they well, thought... sense of self it doesn't necessarily have to be egotistical. Like, you can be, uh, like, Slughorn. Slughorn was a Slughorn. Oh, that is a good one. Right. So, he wanted to surround himself with people who were famous. He didn't want to be famous himself. Right. So it, it's still sense of self. Um, you know, I want this for me. Right. It doesn't necessarily have to be like negative for you. Right. It can be positive for you. I want you to succeed just so I can say I know you. Right. That's that was Slughorn. And that's how I see that side. But right? Gryffindor was kind Where of the- Gryffindor I always saw as like the goal of that entire side of things was like um, we need it, it's a protective stance. Right, like we're not here to cause troubles, but we're here to protect things from trouble of of any kind. Like you know, that's courage and bravery and blah blah blah. It's that's the uh, yeah, but they, um, they Prince felt, Charming aspect of people. It felt um, like they were just as like trying to like let people know that too, though. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, there's pride. And that's kind of like where I see like yeah, there's similarities with there's a reason there's Slytherin a reason pride is a deadly sin. Yeah, um, and you're not wrong. Absolutely. And about, so I was like, when I got Gryffindor, I was like, no, 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 mm-hmm. no. no. That's not what I'm about. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get Hufflepuff because I'm just like, yeah, anyone can come, man. I don't care who you are. Like, right? We're 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 gonna be, you know. Yeah, Hufflepuff would be the selflessness. That'd be, yeah, Hufflepuff is actually the the anti um, Slytherin. Actually, yes. Um, that's that's actually more akin to what what that entire ideal is. But yeah, I got Gryffindor. At least in my opinion. I don't know. But going back to that question, hmm. uh, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. Like, I. I can't sit here and say that I believe in God, but I also can't say I don't believe in it. Okay. But the biggest thing that I'm into, I think I told you last time, was mm-hmm. simulation theory. Mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like we're we're in a simulation. <laughs> right. Like, I know that sounds crazy. I know you're looking at me like, <laughs> like Brandon, why'd you invite this guy? I know, right? No, you're good. <laughs> this is right. we I love promise, it. don't assume yeah. what I'm thinking. Nick, it might blow your mind. <laughs> you know, and that's, that's one of those fun things is that if you define a... Uh, what is a simulation in theory, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so is it uh, somebody controlling actions and making choices like you do in a video game? Yeah. That, that would be religion. And, and then at the end, you're judged and graded? 
Yeah. What's your score? I don't yeah, know. No, I, I That's true. your score, man. Well, I, this is. I mean, you're talking yeah, right religion. into what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah that, that's religion. Now, whether the question is is whether you follow, um, you know, the Abrahamic <laughs> faiths or whether you follow Buddhism or whether you follow whatever, all of that's a whole different question, right? So that's just which video game are you playing? Um, oh I mean, wow, that's literally the math on it, right? Dude, I love that. I'm, Whose rules that, are that you I'm using? I'm, yeah. I love that I'm associated with you because yeah. you have like the perfect way of like. You know, my favorite thing I saw recently was, and I almost tagged you in it. Oh, please tell um, me. It was actually about the Abrahamic faiths, right? So I don't know how deep you know about religion as a whole. Uh, so the Abrahamic faiths, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, um, all follow the same God. They all have different messengers, basically. Okay, that's quite literally the, the basis of it, is that Islam doesn't recognize Jesus Jump in as, there, Nick. as the, Jump uh, in the there. main prophet <laughs> anymore. I'm, I'm going to say they're all monotheistic, and they serve all, one god but the islamic god is a different personality than the christian personality god. doesn't matter the the christian god is a different personality it's a different personality than the uh <laughs> everything no than, than the jewish version of no, it no it's not it's the complete version no see see how that works yeah so here here's the meme that i saw right like between between christians jews and uh, uh you know islam they actually all decide that that uh you know little caesar's pizza is the best right <laughs> but a, G- um, a Jewish guy would never well, vote for Roman pizza. But they, I know, right? True story. Um, That's but crucifixion. They each have their own favorite delivery guy, and they get upset whenever the wrong delivery oh guy shows up. Oh, I was like. That's stop money, it. dude. That's that that's fucking true. money. Like that's we're all the, cool with this this pizza. It's fantastic. But no, see, I like Bob as my delivery dude rather that, than John over see, here. See, the issue with that is is the Jewish delivery guy hasn't shown up yet, so they're still hungry. Well, you're not wrong, but so you know. I mean, they're still waiting on Messiah to well, show up. He'll be here and eventually. Then, it's and fine. then Islam wasn't the first one; he was the second coming. Right? No, no, I know. Yeah, no more. And so they had to get their pizza fixed from the Christian yeah. one anyway. But they so all have their their preference on who's going to deliver it. It's fine. I mean, you're not, it's not wrong. It's it is wrong. Lies. <laughs> so, and Nick's like, it's fake an news. inadequate analogy. Fake news. Yeah, right. That's, that's, that's exactly <laughs> that's what That's fake saying. news. That's why I almost tagged you in it. By that's the way. hilarious. That's actually, it's not bad. That, yeah, yeah um, that's a very considering, clever. Considering they all have the flood theory, they all start with the first five books of the Bible. Also yep. known as the Pentateuch, which is the... Right. Well, even Islam recognizes Jesus was a prophet. Well, to say he's a prophet isn't to say that he's a Jesus. A prophet. Yeah, to say that he's prophet isn't to say that he's Jesus. Because right. if he's a prophet, but he claims to be God, then he's either crazy or he's right. Sure. So you can't be both. So to say he's a prophet is mm-hmm. is a bullshit response anyway. That's Listen, man, I'm, I'm not here defending their, their no, religion. No, I'm not saying I'm just that you are. I'm that, just that, that is calling them out on their it. bullshit like I do Nick, all the you, time. Are you Christian? Yes, sir. Jewish, actually. Don't let them lie. No, I'm not Jewish. No, I don't I don't have to be anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. So the fun thing is for you, there is no um, I think I talked about with you, um, so you technically, you'd be agnostic in theory for just whether you, whether or not you have knowledge, um, but you still have to make the choice of whether you do or don't believe in a deity of some kind. Yeah. Um, so it, do you believe in any deities? And it's okay. You don't I have don't to know, answer man. that. You don't have to answer it. Don't God be bullied. God still believes in you. I honestly don't know. Like, I don't know. So that's the real question, though, is that you can... You can have no knowledge or all the knowledge in the world, but your choice to believe it is the question. Right. And that's what theism versus atheism uh, actually is. So Gnosticism or agnosticism is knowledge. Either I have knowledge or I don't have knowledge. You can easily say, I don't know, but I choose to believe this, or I choose not to believe this. But see, here's here's my thing is, I don't know. 
I don't have the knowledge. But and I don't know what to quest. But then I, uh, at the same time, it's like I don't know what to choose. And, and that's the thing. Like nobody can actually tell you what you can and can't believe. You have to weigh out the options and make the decision that's right for you. Um, not making a decision and just saying always I don't know. Um, not really a bad thing. That's staying agnostic, kind of middle of the road. Um, you know, and that's that's not a bad place to be. Um, but what if I stayed on that road forever? Like I would have a counter argument to that. It's not a bad thing to do, and Go I'm going to say it. that straight Go out. As long as as long as you're always constantly reviewing the information and trying to make sense of it, you can stay on that road as long as you want, right? But it's it's until you make a decision, um, you have to choose why you believe that decision. Don't blindly choose. Those are the people that I have the most issue with. If you say, listen, I don't know, I don't have enough information, I need more knowledge, and then you choose to gain as much knowledge as you can and you still can't make a decision, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. It's the people who go, I don't know, but I choose to believe this because this guy told me once that cows are pretty, um, but that's the only basis I have for my decision. That's the people I have a problem with. Right. Now I'm going to say what he finished with, I completely agree with. Taking somebody else's work as a basis for your own relationship or non-relationship with the universe, God, whatever you want to call yeah, it. whatever it is. Is not acceptable. But to not go after knowledge one way or the other is also a great tragedy. I agree. Yeah. So with that being said, what I mean by that is... And I'm going to go biblical just because... That's what you do. The Bible is what I do. See, he does that and I do the opposite. It's fine. And so the thing that Jesus says is that even if you don't cry out for me... and Well, and it says it in the Psalms too. Even if you had not cried out for me as I was entering Jerusalem, the stones themselves would have cried out in silence. What he's saying there is that there's evidence in nature to make you question whether or not there is a higher being. And therefore, because you have that question, you should seek him out or the non-existence thereof. And so he goes on to say, if you're a fence sitter and you can't say, yes, I'm for, or yes, I'm against that. You're like lukewarm water. And I spit you out of my mouth. Okay. So he would rather you choose to not follow and live the most you can in life mm-hmm. or to follow and submit and buy in. So either way, buy in so that you get the most out of life. And that's for my Lord and Savior. It's a very beautiful way to put it. Mm-hmm. He'd, you know, rather, he'd rather you live a life of debauchery to the fullest than to live than to live middle of the road. Right. Yeah, see, this why Nick passion. and I work out really well. He's the uh, wing to my wang. Oh, wait, that's not how that phrase goes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, Nick and I, it's always fun because... Susie told me that I was her uh, yang yeah? last night, and I said, yeah, I'm the yang with the wang. Yeah. <laughs> yang, wang. Wang, yang. Uh, no, it's it's really interesting. Um, you know, and, and we'll end with the, uh, the comment here, is that, you know, it, it, it doesn't really matter what decision you make as long as you make it in good faith. Here, when he you use the word faith, when you were asking me, um, Incels, that's fine. <laughs> when you were asking me, like, what do you believe in? Like, yeah. I, I for sure don't have an answer for that right now. But that's you fine. know, you know what I do tend to do, huh. and I feel like this is how um, 
people who view God mm-hmm. tend to do the same thing. And like when I, like a perfect example, when I uh, am doing something, mm-hmm. like and say I'm driving down the road, sure, and then I miss my exit, like I'm like, oh, the universe. I say the universe, but maybe somebody else says God. I'll be yeah. like, oh, the universe intended me to miss that exit today. Sure. So when I, I, I have like this relationship with the with the word universe, okay. where I say, oh, the universe intended for me to have a bad day today to remind myself. Mm-hmm. That I need to be humble be, sure. because I've had a, I had a great day the day before. Mm-hmm. So, I don't call so, I don't call the universe God though. I, I say universe. Yeah, in that that's an interesting thing because you know the actual term God can be translated into right, universe, universe, right? Um, which I think is probably where you were going. But I um, but that's the thing is like I don't. Well, what I love about it is that he believes that there's whatever the universe force. whatever the universe is is intentional. Yeah, right, exactly. Yes. And it has intention for just you. Right. But that's that's what's mm-hmm. weird though. It's like I don't call it God, but you technically could. Brandon well, lives yeah. with more Christian morals than most Christians I know. Yeah. Like and that's so, I'm the same way. And there are those mm-hmm. and there are those that have his law written on their heart that weren't a part of the Jewish tradition that right. have never been a part of it, but they have that universe that connection universal truth and and so that's literally scripture yeah but i'm not saying that it is or it isn't and mm-hmm. that you shouldn't believe the way that you do whatever the way it is that you believe as long as it's... where you're in relationship with that yeah i'm all for it yeah like that's my thing is like i remember um the i was i happened to be late to work mm-hmm uh, the the other day and I remember I remember clocking I'm supposed to clock in at 7 and it was like 7-11 mm. and because of that <laughs> there was a person that was waiting on me and then I was and my boss like was like hey like remember like you gotta get here on time and I, and I was like that's the universe talking to me like hey bro you gotta be responsible like right. don't fuck around like yeah. you have certain responsibilities that you gotta take care of mm-hmm. that's just as beautiful as saying like hey God talked to me today and told me like, hey, mm-hmm. you need to get your shit together. And, and that's also um, something that a lot of people don't realize that there's a, a personal conscience that yeah, uh, you can assign it whatever name you want. Um, yes. But there's there's an inner you that knows Holy Spirit. Well, call it what you will. <laughs> there's an inner you. That's not wrong. No. <laughs> well, that knows whether or not you're doing what you should have done. Yeah. Right? And that's personal responsibility. That's integrity. That That's a lot of things. Yeah. Right? So if you know you're supposed to do something and you made a commitment to this place to do something, you didn't do this thing for whatever reason, now you're disappointed in yourself and you're like, oh, God damn it, the universe is telling me this. It's yeah. also your inner person going, like, quit being a dickbag. You know better. Right? You you expect more out of yourself, so that's where it's at. So, yeah. No, that's not, not wrong. Yep. It's weird, man. And however you understand it is okay for the season you're in. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's curious, I would challenge you to research it, man. Yeah. Do some reading so for we, yourself. When we finish this up, I've actually got a giant tattoo on my back I'll show you. Um, and it explains my point of view a little bit more in depth. Don't so. take off your pants when you do that. No, I said it's on my back. Okay. It's in my ass. <laughs> Go to religion I don't, I don't want you to get. I don't want you to get too comfortable. Well, it's the Great Divide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Moses standing it's the, right in the crack. <laughs> he's parting the Red Sea. That's it, dude. The carpet does match the drapes. It's Moses right down the middle. We should leave on that. <laughs> All right, bye, guys. <laughs>